everybody. Welcome back to Contest Prep University. I'm Joe Klimczewski with Adam Atkinson. We are in our fifth and final episode in the series, Why Won't These Peaking Myths Just Die? We're going to talk about the, the final contest day uh, machinations, things that coaches do that they think are going to be helpful that probably aren't, but maybe there's some value if, if you need a certain thing. So as I mentioned in our last episode, this particular coach uh, of whom I received a peak week plan, and by the way, Adam, these things get passed around. Like, you know, when you create a peak week plan for somebody and whatever, they're sharing it with a friend or showing, here's what my coach has me do. And then if, if a client leaves you, they may just send it to another coach just because they want to see like, this is my history of what I've done in the past. So I, I totally know that mine have been passed around as well. Uh, so anyway, this this person, as I said, has things like no dose, just almost every, every matter of fact, every hour, take one no dose. Um you're going to take dandelion root. You're still doing that. The only food that this person has on their contest day is, um, let me read this to you right here. Doo, doo, doo. Oh, you're also taking antihistamines, by the way. I think those are kind of throughout the last, yeah, you take them the last three days, you're taking an antihistamine. And that's something that we can chat about, Adam, if you think there's any value. Um, they're increasing the amount of those over-the-counter expel type supplements uh again only sip water if you need it and meal one two and three you're going to have either 40 grams of peanut butter or rice cakes just in indeterminate amount i guess so that's all you get if you're hungry eh, have a rice cake have a little peanut butter that's the only coaching this person got for their peak week so a wow um then other things to have on hand uh, lollipops, salt and salt and vinegar chips, rice cakes, peanut butter, bananas, and um, some kind of like a, a hydration thing. I don't know if that's the brand name of a sports drink or like uh, we would have Pedialyte, something like that. Um, but that's that's basically it. So all of those things are going to be the magic to make it happen. You, you know, antihistamines. Uh, apparently, you're shitting your brains out because you've been taking laxatives all week long at this point, and so I guess that helps somehow. Um, so anyway, what do you think about that, Adam? T t tell me why somebody would take no dose. By the way, no dose is this nineteen eighty? Like who's telling? Yeah, is that? Um, I've, by I've never even heard of that to be honest. So it's what you would get at gas stations, like before energy drinks and so forth existed. Like yeah. the truck drivers would get at gas stations. Anyway, um, so you're doing that every hour. You're doing tons of the dandelion root based expel type supplements, and then you're going to have 150 milliliters of red wine, uh, 45 minutes before stage and 10 minutes before stage, a shot of vodka. So go through all these things. Well, why am I doing all this, Adam? Why am I taking antihistamines more and more and more and more, um, potassium and having no water, but I can have wine and vodka. And then I may need some of these other things. What, what, what is in this coach's head? Yeah, I couldn't even tell you. And uh, I think they just want to micromanage this person to the point that they think their plan is really specific and uh, a good plan. We see that a lot with just even general coaching with tracking biomarkers that aren't even necessary at the time that people get their coaching plan. But in this case, the biggest Maybe the best thing I hear is the wine and the vodka, not necessarily <laughs> because it's, you know, 
it's going to do anything magical, but finally this person's getting some dang fluids before they go on stage. So at that point, they probably will feel finally a little bit vascular and, you know, maybe finally not thirsty, but just, just, just drunk enough to not feel the pain. Right. Looking your worst on contest day. I actually have a, a short video coming out on this is that, you know, the wine peak is essentially what makes a lot of people vascular. And yeah, there is niacin in it, but in all of these peaking plans, I see wine given and people feel vascular. It's because they didn't have water all day. So it's really the fluid from the wine versus the wine doing anything. And interestingly, the caffeine is a vasoconstrictor. So you're trying to get vascular and you're constricting your veins as you're taking no dose every hour on the hour Two, as a matter of fact, when you wake up Um, again, this is just somebody who doesn't have a fucking clue what physiology is and it's, it's risking more harm. As I said, it in many previous series, as well as this particular series, you know, this is how people die of of heart failure because blood pressure is low and, and they're taking mineral reversal action into their their cells including the the heart wall the heart wall the muscular uh, part of the heart and you're just gonna look your absolute worst when you're dehydrated and you've taken every opportunity to even have a little bit of hydration in the muscle tissue there i mean this wouldn't actually take that many uh fixes to make well right like you could just keep hydration there a, get rid of the laxatives and and don't overload the potassium. You could use that to stay stable. Give this person an appropriate level of food on contest day. And, you know, it's just, it's not that far off, but the, the three or four elements here that are so critically bad can screw up the whole thing. Yeah. And this coach either got this plan from someone else or, you know, that's that's what happens and this is why it's really important that a coach can explain you know if you have concerns or questions and i'd be asking a lot of questions as an athlete if i got a plan like this you know i'm glad you brought that up that was one of my thoughts is this is so generically 1960s based 90 percent of this is just what people have always done which is the failure point in in bodybuilding peaking uh the things that are new to your point is that it's so laid out on spreadsheets, just point by point by point on this hour, do this on this hour, do this. And that's the sexiness. Like that's, that's why this is the kind of thing that gets passed around in in my hands. The specificity is so alluring that people think, wow, this, this guy must be a scientist. He must have the, the magic, you know, secret here. That's going to make this all work. And it's just a, somebody who's parroting other people and has no clue. And and I guarantee you this coach could not answer one single thing of why they're doing this because it wouldn't even make sense. Mm -hmm. You can have so much specificity that you miss things. Uh, The power went out at the show I was at this weekend and I just looked around. I was like, look at all these people with plans versus getting coached. I had my people stop pumping up. Hey, this who knows how long this could take to get the power back on and you know everyone else is still going until that power hopefully comes on 
Well, as one final point, and I'll bounce off what you just said, what makes me angry about this is that not only do people die, which I couldn't get more angry than that, um, people put their trust in in coaches like this. They they spend money. They spend six months of just ass-busting work. And then on contest day, they get something like this that that makes the whole thing fall apart. And it's just, it, it's awful. It's it's why 30 years after I began this, I'm still here trying to find reasons why this stuff even still exists. Uh, it's, it's beyond me. Like if this person, if, if this coach really wanted to have a great business, wouldn't you want your clients to look good? And And I don't know, it just, it's beyond me. I just don't get it. Yeah. And stuff like this is kind of what makes Peak Week a big deal. Because honestly, a lot of people would be better off doing their one week out, you know, protocol versus this. And then, you know, there's just so many people with bad experiences on this. And like you said, deaths, especially. So if this coach, if he took this plan from someone else and a Shelby Starnes plan hits his desk, he's going to kill somebody and not know why. Yep. Yep. Well, I guess uh, I can never retire. Apparently, Adam, I I, th- I thought we'd have fixed all this by now, but we'll keep going. And that just means more contest prep university series. So right. maybe there's a silver lining. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> all right, guys, we will see you next time in contest prep university.